to episode four of our podcast, Widowhood. I'm Mel, and today we're delving into the topic of outside support for those widowed. Hi, Mel. Hi, everyone. I'm Nikki. I'm the widow. Today's podcast is about support outside of my friends and family that I turn to to cope. I'm assuming this is a very personal list, Nikki. What works for you might not work for others. Absolutely. But I think sharing this can help others in widowhood and those supporting someone widowed. Yeah, true. None of us are taught how to support or cope. So perhaps a supporter could suggest something from today's podcast. So what did you turn to first? So first, the matron in the hospital where Oki was um, admitted organised a session with the cancer counsellor in October, which was two months before he passed away. I could have spoken to her earlier, but I was fine and soldiering on. But as Oki deteriorated, I did go and I did talk to her. She was such a gem. We talked about my anticipatory grief, issues I was having with my in-laws, the feeling bad for relying on my family and friends so much. I couldn't talk about Oki dying though. Yeah, look, I'm so glad you had her. I know mum was just so glad that you'd found somebody. I think everybody's got to find somebody that they can communicate with. So who else did you turn to? Um, My other outside person at that time was my amazing local doctor, Dr Shigenari. So in the countryside of Shikoku, And I want everyone to realise that this is totally rural Japan. It's not Tokyo, bright lights, lots of people. But I was so lucky to have a wise doctor just living near where I was living. And his surgery was just up the road. So uh, he grew up as the son of a Buddhist priest and he actually moonlighted as a Buddhist priest himself. He also spoke perfect English and German. Um, He was my GP for about four years. And he was just a wise person to talk to. And once Oki got sick again, I was turning to him often. I think I spoke about him last episode. Yeah, the good doctor. Yeah, the good doctor. (laughs) So when Oki passed away, he came to the house. I know mum and you were hanging off every word he said. Oh, literally. He told us that Oki's everywhere. He will always be. And I'll just never forget, like he told you not to worry about all the rituals and the customs that the Japanese and Buddhists insist on, not to worry about those man-made rules and just just to be as comforted by yourself and by Oki in whatever works for you. Yeah, that's right. Um, Hearing that those rules are man-made rules was a big relief for me and I still refer to it. I don't do anything on particular days because I should. I honour Oki every day by living fiercely. So getting back to my support, I also had wonderful neighbours in Japan. There was one particular family who would cook for me, maybe too much, and came and checked on me and helped me. They loved Oki too and they were like a family to us. Besides my family and friends, I also got some support um, from two particular TED Talks. So the first one is very well known in widow circles. It's Nora McInerney's We Don't Move On From Grief, We Move Forward. Of course, this took a while for me to want to watch it, um, but 
she also lost her husband to glioblastoma and she talks about grief with honesty and a sprinkle of humour. The other is another Nora. This one is an um, Irish, she's actually a TV reporter and her name is Nora Casey and her TED Talk is called The Cure for Grief. She talks about dopamine and how when we're married and in a loving relationship, we get dopamine, dopamine hits from our partners and we're addicted to it. So when that suddenly stops, we need to find that from some, some, something or someone else. And her big take is that the cure for grief is motion, to keep going. So after her husband passed away, she got stuck into her job. So for me, it was to keep busy. So I ended up deciding to move back here. So I was busy packing up the house, trying to work. And then once I moved back, I got stuck into eight months after Oki passed away, I started a university course. So for me, the big takeaway from both of those TED Talks was it's moving forward, not on. Yeah, look, I think that's great advice, isn't it? Moving forward is always the best for everybody. And um, who would have thought two Noras? It's not a common name. Yeah, that's right. About eight months in, I found a few support groups. Two were on Facebook. One is called One Fit Widow and the other is called Refuge in Grief. The take-home from these are you do you. However you grieve is okay. Your feelings are valid and you don't need to do it any certain way. But for me, I like One Fit Widow's her, um, her way. I like the way she talks. She's, she doesn't mince her words. She's definitely on it about moving forward. And refuge in grief, grief is very heavy. Um, it's a little bit more broad. It's definitely not just for widows. Um, and I later, in February this year, I actually joined their writing course, which was a one-month everyday writing prompt. And that was very hard extremely hard and I didn't do the writing prompt every day but I am glad I did it it was and I've still got the writing prompts I can go back in and do them whenever I want um but it was very difficult um yes so the other group I joined is called the hot young widows club Ooh, hot young widows what a great name. Yeah, and it's not a dating platform. It does sound like that, but it's nothing <laughs> like it. It's actually the support group that Nora McInery created. I even have the badge to prove it. <laughs> and it's got a private group um, that you can, it's kind of like an interactive group that you can talk to other people and we sometimes have um, Zoom calls. And the platform for that is banned. So is it safe? Like how do you how do you join? How do you that's how a do really, you join? That's a really big good question. And for me, it's really important. So to join the Hot Young Widows Club, you pay $25 and you need to supply the death certificate of your spouse. It takes about a week to hear back. And the reason is there is sometimes people want to join clubs like that for the wrong reason, groups like that, because there's a lot of vulnerable people. Um, 
Nora has recently actually taken a step back from the group and she actually took the name with her because she's got a book that's got the same name and that's like her name. So um, it's now called The Widow's Club. It's based in America, but there are other non-Americans in it. I like that it's like an international group. I think that's part of it. And there is an expat group within that group that I quite like. Having said that, I'm not in the group very often. I post sometimes. There were times where I was in there all the time and getting a lot of um, support and giving support. Recently, I haven't been in there a lot, but I just, it ebbs and flows, I guess. What about groups in Australia, Nikki? Like, isn't there some support groups here? Uh, kind of. So there is a Facebook group that, that I'm in. It's called Young Awesome Widows and Widowers. You also need to be vetted to get into that. Um, how, do you, how do you prove your awesomeness? Well, that's just a given, but you have to prove that you're actually a widow. And there is a widow support group called First Light for young widows, but the info is very generic. I'm kind of hoping hoping that it's because it's new-ish. Um, they are trying to get the group going and they do have a, or they are trying to start up a widow camp, a young widows camp every year. But from what I've seen so far, it doesn't have enough content. Um, having said that, I'm very interested in it and, I'm excited to think that there's support, a little bit of support out there. It's heading in the right direction. So is that it? It, it seems like there's such a need here, but such poor support. Yeah, <laughs> that's about it. So wow. I have a friend who, um, who gets support through places like the Cancer Council and Palliative Care Counselling. They can still access that after their spouse passes away. But um, there is a need and it's one of the things driving me to get my own journey out there. Widows and widowers don't know where to turn. So what about books? Books, okay. So there are books where widows and widowers have written their own experience, but I will admit that I've struggled so much with my own concentration that reading a book hasn't been very possible. Um, I really like the book called The Happiness Trap by Russ Harris, and I also got a lot out of a book called Complete Self-Help for Your Nerves by, I've got it here, I'll just check the name, by Dr. Claire Weeks. She's an Australian woman. It's quite an old book. It's uh, fascinating, though. She's a doctor who went through her own anxiety troubles. But they're not they're general stress and anxiety books. They're not particularly for widows. But both of those books were recommended by my therapist, and I do think that they're great. At the moment, I'm trying to read a book <laughs> called Widows, Poverty, Power and Politics. It's quite a new book. This year it was published. It's written by Professor Maggie Andrews and Dr. Janice Lomas. It's basically about widows that are badasses and widows have, have and they can change the world. For example, widows led the suffragettes, the movement to get women's voting rights. And I really think that when the worst thing that could possibly happen to you happens, you find this power within yourself 
Anyway, I'll tell you all about it when I finish it, which could be like 2025 at this rate, unless they bring it out as an audio book. But <laughs> yeah, look, I know how you feel with that. <laughs> uh, look, widows are movers and shakers, and it just seems like they need to help each other a little bit more. Are there other other podcasts? There's not many widowhood podcasts. There are grief ones. Um, and there's some comforting words that you can find on places like Instagram. That's nice if you want just a little boost with like a few grief, positive grief or positive widow things. I found a lot of comfort in a few little sentences and things. Well, that's good then that we're trying to get the widowhood word out there. Yeah, that's it. The other thing I've had is I've had a therapist since I've moved back. So I was seeing her at the beginning, it was every fortnight and then it went to every month. And now it's every two to three months, but I can arrange to see her more often when I feel I need to. She's not a grief specialist. She's just a uh, psychologist. And she told me the first time I had her, like, I can't cure your grief. And that was a bit shocking, but the reality is she can't. So once I realised that, it's actually been very good for me. So I check in with her and I um, tell her how I'm going and what's going on. Um, she helps with the stress control, the anxiety, that kind of thing. I haven't suffered so much from depression, so it's not about that for me, although I know a lot of people do. I really can't recommend strongly enough how important it is to get a good therapist. So before we finish up, I'd like to share some words I, that I like from Dr. Rick Hansen. He said, resilience is not just for surviving the worst day of your life. It's for thriving every day of your life. Oh, wow. That's beautiful and so true. Before we go, I'd just like to mention that um, for any widows or widowers out there that are looking for support groups, please be very aware of your self-security. Um, there are unfortunately people out there that um, scam and prey on, on vulnerable people and, and you are vulnerable and we would hate to see something happen to you. And look, Nikki's been direct messaged. You know, we've just, if, once you go onto these pages, some of them are more secure than others. So just be very careful of, of um, people who direct message you. Well, thank you for joining us. Information about the support Nikki mentioned today will be in the Facebook group. So please check them out if you would like further information. Also, widow and widowers, please feel free to add any outside support you have found helpful in the comments. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thanks, Mel. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye, Nikki. Bye, listeners.